Great to be joined here at the Racket Sports uh, uh, Expo with Carlos Silva from uh, World Team Tennis. So, Carlos, thanks for uh, taking a few yeah, happy, moments. Happy to be here. Yeah, great. Uh, you guys are uh, a well-known quantity now. Uh, expansion in the works. Kind of give us the state of, uh, of WTT. Well, you know, it was a, it was a pretty exciting 2019. Um, expansion was definitely on the horizon. You know, we expanded in Orlando. Uh, with the Orlando Storm, we expanded in Las Vegas with the Vegas Rollers, so it was great. We got up to eight teams, which is um, gave us the ability to have a post a real postseason. Because with eight teams, you know, you could have four teams advance to the semifinals, and yep. then we had a great championship in Las Vegas on CBS Sports Network Live. Um, the season went really well. We uh, we had two great partners on the expansion side too, in CBS Sports and in ESPN Plus. And so for the first time in a long time, all 59 of the matches across all the eight teams could be seen live, no matter where you were, whether it was a, a digital feed, whether it was a broadcast feed, um, you could watch every single match, which was great. And so uh, it was a great year, and so now we look to 2020. We're going to continue expansion. Uh, we haven't announced that yet, but we're going to expand to nine teams in, in 2020, and then I think uh, we'll continue that expansion uh, beyond 2020. It's a busy summer of tennis here in the U.S. You guys kind of fit uh, in a little niche in the calendar uh, between Wimbledon and the start of the, the hard right. court season, and uh, um, that really makes it possible for you to get players that uh, normally maybe wouldn't play world team tennis. You guys get players that are excited to play because uh, they need to, to fill that gap in their schedule. Yeah, for sure. You know, you come off, come off of Wimbledon, you come back, we're... You know, we've now, you know, we're now playing on a blue and gray court. We're no pl longer playing on the multicolored court, so it well, really, my eyes will appreciate yeah, that. Really, you know, it really gets the players ready for like the U.S. Open Series. You know, we play with the Wilson Ball of the U.S. Open Series again, a small piece, but a very important piece. But you know, the other thing that's going to happen in in 2020 that is also making players really, you know, wake up and see that they want to not just have the fun and the camaraderie of World Team Tennis, but it's really an important slot in their calendar is now an extra million dollars in postseason prize money that we've now added to the mix. And, um, you know, $500,000 goes to the winning team, two fifty to the runner-up, um, along with, you know, close to $4 million in regular season pay. It really puts you into sort of an ATP uh, or W, you know, mid-tier okay. ATP 500 or WTA level tournament. And I think as a result, we're seeing more and more players wanting to come and and play and play the full season. It's been an interesting dynamic in tennis with the team aspect. Now we've added some team competitions in on the regular tours. Uh, you guys kind of led the way with that. A guy like Nick Kyrgio saying he only gets motivated to play in team competitions. But I mean that's oh, that's great. Nick just talking. But uh, um, so it's uh, the, the fans like it too. The players and fans are all on board with kind of that team concept. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you look at. I mean, I was over in. Um, in Geneva at Labor Cup, and I got to see, you know, a fabulous event with, you know, the top men player, players playing, and it, you know, went down to the wire, and, you know, you see guys like, you know, Nick and others, you know, running and high-fiving, and, and you know, you see the same thing in, in World Team Tennis. I mean, you know, when you see Venus Williams jumping up and down and excited, you know, you realize that, you know, you've got one of the greatest champions ever, and she's still excited to be, you know, out there playing team tennis. And I think it is an aspect that really, you know, adds to the mix for them. And um, I think it's a good it's a good sort of resurgence that we've seen, you know, with ATP Cup, with Labor Cup, with Fed Cup, with, with World Team Tennis. But, you know, at the end of the day, World Team Tennis is the only one that has both men and women on the court together. They're playing mixed. You know, mixed, yeah. yeah, mixed is just as important as men's singles or women's singles. And... And I think for the fans, I mean, I know for myself, 
I've said it for years and years. I've said it in the tennis industry and in the golf industry. The great, the best thing about Grand Slams is that you get to see in an evening session the best players in the world on the men's side and the best players in the world on the women's side. And you get to see the, the differences in the game and the, and the values and the way that they win points. And I always used to say it back in when I was doing some golf stuff that I always thought the majors in golf should have you know men and women playing together too. So I, I, I just think it's what World Team Tennis does well, and I think the fans really like it. Yeah, it's really, it dates back to the early days of World Team Tennis, right. uh, Billie Jean King. That's and, right. Uh, Billie Jean had the vision way back when. And, and they used to get the big names continue. playing back then, too, and it was right. exciting. It was unique back then. Um, well, with Carlos Silva from uh, World Team Tennis. And with a city, when you're looking to expand to a city, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a dynamic owner? Are you looking for tennis fans? Are you looking at the facility? Or what's uh, kind of the right. le- level of importance? What are you guys Yeah, no, it's a great for? question. I mean, I, you, know, you know, people forget, you know, having the right place to play is also a, a big challenge, as, you know, not just for tennis facilities, but arenas in general. So certainly... The, the venue and the city and the quality of the city and then the, the fan support the the, the tennisness if that's a if that's a word of the city is you is, just created is, the is, word is so. a, yeah it's very important and and so uh, you know look we've been looking at major cities I think it's important for World Team Tennis to expand in those cities uh, owners and the the support that we'll get from the cities is important um, when we expanded in 2019 we decided as a league. Um, you know, a little bit like some other leagues like MLS have done over the years to do league expansion. And so it, we're really building a finished house with these teams, and then we'll find great owners to, to you know, become part of the league in Orlando and Vegas over the coming years. And so that's really how we're approaching the expansion of the, of the league. You guys got a lot of press with uh, unique venues last year in Washington. The that's right. You know, Mark I did a, a great job with the rooftop venue. and. Um, and, you know, we've got more of that coming in 2020. So you're going to have, like, a floating court out in the water somewhere? Is that coming? Or <laughs> a good a, idea. Or I like a, that. Or a court. I'm going to steal that. Suspended. I'll, I'll send you my address for right, the check. Right. So, uh, or maybe a court suspended in air somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys, technology now is making uh, all sorts of things possible. It really is. And, you know, we, we do a lot of, you know, I think World Team Tennis has always led the way with, you know, shot clocks and, and certainly, you know, automated line calling with, partners like Hawkeye and others and and then music and so we're going to continue pushing the envelope on making tennis entertaining and you know feeling maybe a little bit more like an NBA game than it does um, like just a you know same old tennis match from the last 50 years. Uh, Great players uh, matches that come down to the last uh, few points. Never out of it. You guys make it exciting and uh, you know it's it's great tennis but the fans love coming out because it's uh, it's kind of a great night out and a a party atmosphere as well so you guys do a good job with that. Yeah it really is and that that I, it's really part of why I wanted to take the job and I got the opportunity to, to come in and be the CEO. And so much of it is because everybody that I talked to that had gone to a World Team Tennis, no one ever has had a bad time at a World Team Tennis match. And that's a big part of the experience. And now we just have to continue to grow that audience. And, you know, with partners like CBS and ESPN, we can do that uh, so that if you can't make it out to the arena or you don't live in one of our cities, you can still get the experience. Yeah, good good experience on TV as well. And if people want to find out more information, uh, the expansion coming up, schedule, draft information, where can they go? Yeah, you know, you can always go to WTT.com, but you can check us out on Twitter. I mean, we've got everything on our Twitter and Instagram account. Uh, and then if you, you know, you can always find me on Twitter at, at Carlos Silva as well. 
and uh, yeah, a whoever, lot of, a lot of more news your, coming. Whoever's doing your social media, I don't think they sleep. So they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Sean, Sean, and Craig, Sean and Craig do not sleep. I, that's nice of you to say, and I think it's true. They do a great job. Great. We're looking forward to the uh, upcoming season, and then uh, what happens after that. We're uh, we're always uh, willing to talk to you. So yeah. Thanks. Likewise. Thanks. Nice. Nice to see you.